This episode of The Sleazy Podcast is brought to you in part by ShopNerdKO.com. That's ShopNerdKO.com. Your home for all things nerdy. Welcome to The Sleazy Podcast, the podcast about anything and everything, but mostly TV and movies. And now it's time to get sleazy. All right, welcome back for another episode of The Sleazy Podcast, the world-renowned Sleazy Podcast, that is. I'm one of your hosts, Sleazy, joined by the one and only Mr. PBS. Howdy. The ever-so-ongoing disappointing Robzilla has joined us. Hello, thank you. Yeah, should we change? Should we change his nickname to the Ick since you started your new video series on the him Ick? The Ick, yes. Um, so <laughs> I have decided to catalog every excuse that Robzilla gives me for not going to an event or getting something done. I just open it up and I I make sure I screen record it. So every fucking time, and uh, it works out. You know, now I've got a track record of all the things that you do wrong or not you do wrong that you just weasel your way out of okay. so i don't even know where it is anymore on here i think it's buried under our messages i should have shared it mm. but oh well it's it's growing by the day though it's growing it'll be out there yeah. yeah one of these days i'll just have to share it on tiktok i understand and that all was inspired by the it guy on tiktok you know, it, they, they he finds these interviews of uh, women being interviewed out in public, and what's your biggest ick? And obviously, it's everything that any type of man, it's, you know, it's something does. outrageous too. It's yeah. like oh, he just smiles too much. He, uses, he makes thirty five grand a year. Using ick. his turn signal. Yeah. You mean he doesn't make five hundred k a year? Ick. <laughs> Reminds me, there was a uh, a meme or something a while ago. Where it was like a pickup truck. And it said like I forget oh, I can't remember it now, but it's like we don't use airbags because airbags are gay or something. <laughs> guys like, so surviving a crash is gay now. I don't. Yeah. I don't understand the logic of these people. Anymore. I didn't think that we were supposed to say gay anymore. Is that is it I, making the comeback? I don't. I'm I'm pretty sure just the people that had that on their window. Yeah, were using it that way. Yeah, like the guy down in Florida that. Uh, Got arrested for having I eat ass on the back of his windshield. <laughs> it's offensive. He's like, "Are you serious? I'm getting arrested." He's he, like, "Yes." He, I think he won that lawsuit too, didn't he? I'm, I hope he did. Yeah. There's no way that it's he freedom of speech, man, dude. That cop was just being a bitch. And besides, like, it, if you were to go back, like saying stuff is gay, like I don't know, aren't gay things usually kind of good? It means happier. Right? Like, gay, don't, yeah. don't like gay people usually dress well or this or that. I mean, gay is in nowadays, right? And, you know. It's funny. Sometimes I have to like stop myself because thirteen, the thirteen-year-old version of me comes out when everything was like gay back then. We just—I mean, we said it back then. It, it was just part of the culture. I mean, I knew gay people that were like, "Yeah, that's gay." I mean, that's just how it was. But moving along. So, how was everybody's week? Long and busy. Long and busy. What did yeah. what did you do that was so that made your week so long and so busy? Oh, I had to work. I mean, that's that's what it is. I mean, that's a given, though. You've got how many hours outside of the day, outside of work? Hmm. Basically from four to, like, nine, then I pass the fuck out. You're weak. I am a weakling. You lack discipline. <laughs> that, too. <laughs> what, what, what did you do all week? I did watch. I, I watched the movies. I watched uh, 
the Black Demon on Amazon Prime about the Megalodon. That sounds awful. It was awful. It sucks. Only you would watch that. Sit down yeah. and have the patience to watch that. It, I did. Yeah. I did watch Black Demon also. I did. did you? Yeah. I'd never did, even heard of it. I don't did know. you? Did you enjoy at least the one-liner from referen- reference to Jaws? I, I think. No I think there was actually a couple. I got there was, no spit. There was, yeah, that one, and there was. Mm-hmm. I think there was one or two other little references. I mean, it's a two star. Right? Yeah, it, yeah, it's two, two star. star. Oh, it's yeah. got to be bad then. Yeah, Rob oh, well. and I actually agreed on this yeah, one. It's a yeah, two star. Two stars, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the concept is I liked it, but it starts being political about a fucking shark. It's just like really. It's not. Really? It's not that it's so bad. Yeah. It's just not particularly good. Yeah. Like if you if you wanted to kill an hour and forty minutes to put on a movie, like yeah, okay, whatever. That's about it. You could yeah. definitely watch watch worse things, but you could definitely watch a lot now, of better things. Now, what about you? Uh, what have you been up to all week? Uh, nothing. Nothing. Just work. You, you you said you had to run errands. That's why you uh you, you're here. But you were here right before nine. So yeah, I gotta I give to, you props. My lady needed to make a Walmart run. So you she, took her to Walmart. Yeah, she wanted to go to Spirit Halloween earlier day. We didn't get up early enough. Oh, man, I've been I've been wanting to go to Spirit Halloween Halloween, but I just uh I've I've decided it's best that I should probably not go <laughs> and buy their overpriced merchandise. She uh she share, sent me a TikTok. Of like a bunch of killer clowns from outer space stuff they have. That she oh wants. wow! So I'm like, okay. I didn't even realize she liked it quite that much, but I guess she does. So yeah, I don't think I could have Attack of the Killer Clowns <laughs> decor in my house. Don't show her that game. She'd be like, oh my god, I'm gonna play it. She, she's seen that already. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, but she doesn't want to hook up her. She's got an Xbox, but she doesn't want to hook it up because it turns on sometimes. You know, like your Xbox doesn't. Yeah, update. yeah. Mine used to do that. She, it would, she doesn't like that, so she unhooked <laughs> it. Fucking Skynet. I'm like, you know, if you want to get that game, we got you got to hook it back up. <laughs> I used to have uh, my my original Xbox uh, One in my room, and in the middle of the night, you'd hear that <laughs> that power sound. You'd wake up like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and it's back when I had that uh, the the Connect or whatever that mm-hmm. you know had the camera the view of the whole. Uh, yeah, so I'd be like, "Oh no, let's turn this off or unplug it." What are you doing, Susie? <laughs> so, somebody was watching me sleep, probably. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't know, man, but. Um. So, you did nothing. Absolutely nothing, and it was great. Okay, I was on vacation the week before. I was gonna say that nothing. sounds like your type of uh, your type of week. I get I get wiped out after work anymore. Just go home and want to find something to watch or read or whatever. That's that's a sign you're getting old. Uh, By yeah. the way, you had a a, a listener uh, contact me, and uh, I believe it's Lauren. And I, I believe I know it's Lauren, yeah. but uh, she she was like. Very, very, uh, how do I put this? Uh, she was enthusiastic. Yeah, about very enthusiastic about you. And uh, she was like, I need a book recommendation every week from him. We'll have to start doing something like that. i to get my reading back up to speed. The, kind the, of slow the last PBS month. read of the week. Yeah. We'll put you on TikTok. You, you yeah. can sign into the TikTok. I think I can give you guys access now to the Twitter and TikTok. Yeah. So Give me the TikTok. I'll make some. I'll find some. <laughs> make some physical, physical media TikTok or something. Did you did you like my Robzilla one I made? It's Jason yeah. Bourne. Jason Bourne. <laughs> oh my, my god, god, it's Jason, Jason Bourne. <laughs> I really I thought you were gonna go for a, a uh, John Wick like <laughs> yeah. head, headshots. That would have made more sense with a gun because you know yeah. Jason Bourne's more the hand to hand combat kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I should do another one with John Wick, on mm-hmm. it, you know. But yeah, I uh, I pressed another custom order for T shirts. This time it was for softball uniforms. I'd never done numbers before, so I was a little uh, yeah. intimidated by it. But I got it worked out. I think I haven't gotten any complaints yet. 
Just regular t-shirts with numbers no. on them and stuff or um, kind of stuff? So, you know, like the dry fit shirts? Mm-hmm. I did uh, 11 of those, and they wanted their sponsor's logo on the front, mm-hmm. and then they wanted numbers on the back. And I'm like, well, what kind of numbers do you want? How big do you want them? He's like, I don't care. You you work that out. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. So, you know, I, I did something, and I, I believe you can order press-on numbers, but I just did them. You know, the way I, you know, through Photoshop with a font, and it, it turned out pretty good. Yeah, it's good. So, that was, you know, that took up my Saturday, last Saturday, uh, Saturday afternoon. No blood this time? No blood this time. Bl- blood-free jerseys. Yeah, I wasn't trying to, you know, cut uh, 70 transfers, okay. like, in, uh, you know, a quick, quick uh, moment there. So, I had time to kind of get all this done and prepared, and I wasn't stressing to get it done. Yeah. Let's just say that. You got time to believe. But anyways, so I dropped this order off, and it's in the south end. Uh, actually, on your street. Really? Yeah. Uh, good old Callahan. Good old Callahan. But on my way there, I'm on High Street. And you know the, the gas station down by the, the drive-ins? Yeah. So like Circle K. I'm dri- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Circle K. It's exactly which one it is. And so I'm driving, and I notice this dirt bike pulls out in front of me. <laughs> and it's this middle-aged man riding a dirt bike in the middle of the fucking street and he's not doing the speed limit he's doing like 20 miles per hour or something cruising with his six-pack back to the house and it's you know these assholes they've upgraded from the bmx bike you know that old guy that's always riding the bmx bike that's just done nothing in life and uh his 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 whole day consists of riding the bike up and up and down high street or parsons Sounds and, like some healthy living. Yeah. Well, now they've they've upgraded to dirt bikes. dirt bikes, and they're riding the dirt bikes up and down. It's it's like get off the fucking road, dude. Like, is a dirt bike even legal on the? There was a big push uh, earlier this year, late la- last year. Yeah, about yeah. People, people were riding their dirt bikes. They're everywhere. Dude. Drives or whatever. And every time I'm ATVs. down in the South End, every time I'm down in the South End or South Side, there's a motherfucker riding a dirt bike out in the middle of a busy street. And they're holding you up, mm-hmm. you know, until they until they fly away to the side of the road and go dirt biking through the forest or whatever. <laughs> but it's just like, trust me, every time I I'd go rather, down there, I'd rather you be riding the BMX bike on the sidewalk, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get that it's probably a little easier for you, but come on, me. Yeah, yeah you get his exercise. And you know that dude doesn't have a driver's license. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's out there riding that fucking dirt bike, drunk as fuck. Oh yeah, high as fuck. <laughs> It's like, can you just go like another like eighty miles an hour and just wreck that motherfucker? <laughs> I'm not going to be mean like that. I uh, well, I am. So, uh, you know, I I think that you know somebody out there probably loves that dear guy, but it's like, quit quit being a douche, dude. You do you do not look cool riding that fucking crusty ass dirt bike up and down High Street to get your fucking six pack. <laughs> like, I would not ride that thing. I would fucking walk before I ride right. that thing. <laughs> I mean, that's just me, but. Oh, man. Uh, well, I think we got a good show. I know I say this before most of the shows here lately, but we're going to do celebrity deaths. And by golly, the fucking Grim Reaper is spinning that prices right, Will. He is on the hunt. Uh, we got crazy news. We're going to talk a little bit about the writer's actor strike. I mean, we'll briefly touch on that, just about the uh, new news and numbers that have come out. Uh then uh, Justified, uh, I'll, I'll talk a little, me and you will talk a little bit about yeah, Justified uh, of it. Prime Evil City. Is that what it's called? Uh, 
City Primal. City of Primal. Cindy Primal. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know. I just call it Justified. That's yeah. what it is. Officer Raylan. It's nice to see Officer Raylan giving yeah. back in the back in the saddle. And then we'll close the show out with this year's season of what we do in the shadows. By far the best comedy that's out that <laughs> hands, you can watch on TV down. right now. Hands, hands down. down. Uh okay. So I got a little I made a TikTok of this, you know, because our inside joke is the Grim Reaper is out there spinning the wheel that uh Price is right wheel. And he's just grabbing all these old fucking celebrities. Just one one day at a time, he just gets up there and spins that fucking wheel. It's like, who the fuck am I taking today? Make people sad. So I made this TikTok, and I got to say, I, I was laughing at this one. <laughs> Bob Barker, Man, 99. Took Bob. Terry Funk. How old was Terry Funk? I think he was in his late 70s. Ray Wyatt was an untimely passing. Yeah, he was 36. And Jimmy Buffett. And the guy from Smash Mouth. Yep, I forget it. Hartwell, Steve Hartwell, something like that. Lead singer. The former lead singer. Yeah, they, well, he's since uh, quit because of, uh, well, you know, he quit because of health issues and then he ended up going into hospice right. and passing away. Terry Funk was 79. 79. But it was pretty, funny. It wasn't funny, but Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt were announced pretty close together. It's like yeah. a day apart. Yeah, a yeah. day apart. That's creepy. And they said, you know, it's funny. Bray Wyatt died of what a heart attack? It was or it was heart, a it was it was a heart attack. Heart related. It was something it, yeah, it was heart related. He didn't have his heart defibrillator when he went and took a nap and then like it was like four hours later his wife. He had heart there. issues from COVID. Yeah. Correct. So, which they say, man, if you don't get that uh you don't get that jab. Get that jab. If you don't get that jab, uh you can have some serious complications down the road from Rona. You may think you recovered, but Boom, something gets you. I mean, I already got the shot. I'm going to be dead in like two years anyways. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm living on borrowed time, as some (laughs) people would think right now. Yeah. So, it is what it is, man. (laughs) Fuck it. Enjoy (laughs) life while you're at it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so those of you that don't know Bray Wyatt, he was a pretty well-known current wrestler. Wyndham Rotunda. Rotunda. Yeah, Wyndham Rotunda. Rotunda. But uh, a lot of people loved him for his horror-themed characters. Uh, he did the Wyatt family. Then he had the Fiend, and uh, he was kind of working on a comeback, wasn't he? Yeah, well, he was doing that whole thing, like Uncle Howdy Doody or whatever. And he started after that. He dis- disappeared. Maybe he was sick, yeah. and then and that's where he never. He was supposed to be coming back, but yeah, it sounds like he just had some complications from the Rona that yeah. he just couldn't shake. Yeah, but uh, yeah. It's always sad when all these people pass away, and then the legend Bob Barker. Damn, somebody make it to hundred, man. I saw up. where somebody tweeted that he did the most baller thing ever. A man got as close as he could to a dollar, and he dropped out before he could, you know, Four go over ninety nine. Because you know, you hit that ninety nine, you're not spinning the wheel again yeah, for a hundred, yeah. right? But man, it it sucks. And, you know, it's funny. A lot of people thought Bob Barker was dead, so I wonder if that's going to be like a. Uh, a Mandela, Mandela effect. effect that's going to be coming around some sometime soon. I did too. I was like, I thought he. Was I thought. Passed. I thought. Um, I knew he went into the hospital like five years ago. Yeah. I thought he came back. Didn't he come back to Prices Right for a couple episodes or something? He did like fairly a, recently, maybe like in the last he did five some or ten years. Anniversary or something. Yeah, with Drew something Carey. like that. Yeah. I know. Yeah, Jim. Uh, Jim Carrey. Drew Carey had a big anniversary for him too. Yeah. So I, I was pretty sure he was still out there, but I can I can see why you make it to ninety nine. 
Uh, some people well, think you didn't make you're, it. you're out of the spotlight for so long that people forget about you and they kind of right. think you died. I mean, it's kind of like Richard Simmons. Especially if you're, you know, I haven't heard any uh, untoward stories about Bob Barker. Yeah. And he's been he's been off the show for maybe 20 years now. Well, he had he had those issues with a couple of ladies. Well, yeah, the lady. Well, the lady. I don't know if they were with Bob Barker or if they were just ladies having issues with the show. I think they worked on the show or something like and, that. Um, so, you know, you just I, I don't know how much he was worth. Probably probably a good chunk. And, you know, he just he retired and spent his money and Man, lived his time. And that's my childhood I, always, right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you were sick, I mean, Price you were watching right. The Price is Right with a Sprite or some chicken noodle soup. I think so many of us in our particular generation grew up with him and, you know, Gen X. Uh, he's like Trebek, you know, he was just, yeah. he was, he was the show in a way. He's like on the Mount Rushmore of like gaming mm-hmm. host, oh, yeah, game you know. And his, his net worth was 70 million. That's what his uh, net yeah. worth he, was. 70 million? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure he didn't that rich have any, old fuck. I'm sure he didn't have any problems the last 10 or 20 years or whatever. No, no. <laughs> He's going to spin the wheel and see what drug he's going to take that day. <laughs> he always wore like a gray suit too, didn't he? I don't know if, what it always I feel like. like. I, maybe it's just me. I always saw him in a gray suit. It was but, like Navy? I mean, I think my personal favorite moment of Bob Barker was him and Happy Gilmore. Right. I mean, that was a Dude. great scene, a great cameo. That never gets old. He does this golfing, you know, uh, it's a... Outing. It's a... Pro-Am. Uh, Pro-Am, you know, where they do... Uh, like professional a golfer professional and like a celebrity celebrity amateur and happy gets paired up with bob barker bob barker's kind of like excited he's like you know i won this last year i want to win it again <laughs> yeah. and you know you're kind of on a hot streak but man happy's not doing good bob's talking shit to him one thing leads to another they're fighting on the fucking green and and uh, bob's giving him the jabs <laughs> bob fucks him up man he, he does that that old school boxing jab <laughs> on him and i think you've had enough bitch <laughs> dude i think the funniest part when he just fucking headbutts bob barker yeah i mean it, it looks devastating and then he like he grabs him by the throat and like sits up the like, price Undertaker. is wrong bitch <laughs> such a great moment in movies right there <laughs> I th- yeah because he's like i think you've had enough and then he walks over and kicks him right in the face now you've had enough <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bitch it's a great scene and then they even did another scene I remember you showed me that actually. Funny or die or something. Yeah. Well, it was like uh, to commemorate the anniversary of Happy Gilmore uh, a few years ago. And uh, they did a scene where he was in the hospital and he beats the shit out of Happy again. <laughs> well, Adam Sandler, obviously. Yeah. But uh, it was such a great, great scene. And it's it's lived on for years and it'll still live on, hopefully. But uh, yeah, big fan of Happy Gilmore. Big fan of Bob Barker. Uh, the, the one that I'm kind of not attached to is Jimmy Buffett, but... When I heard it, I was like, oh, man, Jimmy Buffett fans are going to be devastated. Parrotheads. Because Jimmy Buffett fans are fucking hardcore, dude. They fucking love Jimmy Buffett, and they go to all of his shows. Sometimes they travel and go to three or four at a time. I mean. Even even if you don't know Jimmy Buffett, I'm sure everybody knows Margaritaville. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, even, even people who won't admit it. No what's, the, what's the other popular one he had? That was that cheeseburger in paradise. Yeah, I've heard that one before, but I couldn't I couldn't tell you anything about it off the top of my head. But I mean, Margaritaville's Margaritaville. When I went on my first cruise. We stopped on the island, and one of the uh, restaurants there was a a, a poolside uh, Margaritaville, and I was like, I gotta go and have a margarita at Margaritaville, right. and I'm I, <laughs> I mean, I'm happy to. to say I did it. It's off my bucket list. I got a margarita at Margaritaville. 
and they didn't was, this go out of business? I think I think they went out. I don't know. I have no idea. No, the cheeseburger in Paradise did. Okay, but the yeah, last yeah, one yeah. just closed not too long ago. Right. Margaritavilles are pretty popular. Okay, what I remember. But uh, so, uh, and when I got my margarita, they had a, a dance off competition with chicks in their bikinis. So it was like the the best <laughs> afternoon I had in a so long that's, time. So basically, it's basically the thong song. So it's really oh like, yeah, they, <laughs> yeah so. they, they the DJ would play a song, and the girls would get you know the length of the song to kind of. Oh my margarita! People were like pouring water on them and stuff. It, it was it was pretty awesome. Girls going wild, basically. Yeah, pretty much. I was like, this is this is pretty fucking awesome. And he's uh he was worth a uh, his net worth was one billion. Oh yeah, that, that dude was loaded and loaded. From what I've seen online, he was he was a pretty cool dude to yeah. work for and everything too. So That's what a lot of people have. Uh, I mean, good things. Yeah, too. great things to say about him. I haven't heard anything negative come out of his death, but. You know, yeah, you sometimes that, people die and they're like, "Oh yeah, that dude was a fucking dick." Oh yeah. Well, you know, I mean, that. even this week, like people have been talking about Jimmy Fallon being weird and toxic or whatever, yeah. toxic environment or whatever. I've heard that he's that people are saying he's like doing shows drunk or something. I know he's had a drinking problem. I've heard that before. Yeah, a lot of people are saying he's he's fucking drunk. But yeah, is, he so like an, is he like an Ellen DeGeneres now or something? <laughs> I think. Well, I think. I don't know about that. I think I think these stories have been out there before. That's what I'm thinking, though, because I'm not really surprised to hear these. So I'm pretty sure that people have talked about them before. But you know, like I said, like back to Jimmy, but it's always nice. Like, how how can you be rich and like not be out of touch in a way with normal people? Yeah, yeah. I mean, eventually you kind of forget where you you're from, right? and, and like I mean, like if you were rich and you just kind of treat people like garbage, like you in a way wouldn't even know. So it's always nice to hear that like oh no this was a down to earth like real person even though they were worth a ton of money they were still pretty cool to other people yeah <laughs> oh yeah it, it just sucks and then uh i feel like we have to give terry funk his due you the know funk he was uh Funker. he Chainsaw was all charlie the face yeah. of hardcore wrestling for many many years he kind of spawned that that style, that, uh, style of wrestling and uh was he was a big name in e dub eight you're not e uh ECW, yeah, ECW. He was a big draw Japan. in there. That was yeah. his Japan. big. That was like his independent era. When yeah. you think of barbed wire wrestling, <laughs> you think of Terry Funk. Yeah, but I mean, King of the Death matches with him and you know Mick Foley, Cactus, Cactus Jack. Jack. Sorry, and he stuff. was relatively uh, like active, not wrestling, but uh, you know he would come out and be a part of things. Uh, he still here would, and there. Yeah. yeah so it's uh, only been. I think I remember sharing. We shared the video of the TikTok or whatever earlier this year. His uh, maybe it was a Twitter. His people did sort of the Ringo thing, like peace and love. Don't send me anything anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and they said they said like he was having. I don't know if they ever said what his problem was. If it was if it was like mental or physical or both, they just said please please stop sending stuff to Terry's house for him to sign. He can't do it anymore. The man has to have CTE, right? Something something like yeah. that. Is yeah. It, is it CTE yeah. or CED? CTE, right? I think yeah, it's for CTE. sure. Yeah. yeah. CTE. Brain disease. I and mean, he like I said he all was the bad bumps he took. He was. I mean, he was part of that family. He was even like, I always remember there are certain people that like back in the nineties when you were, when we were watching wrestling, really you heard of them, but you couldn't see them because they weren't on TV. Like Cactus Jack was one of those guys. He was yeah. made at WCW, uh, Terry Funk, when he kind of started that indie stuff. Cause you know, today you can just YouTube all that stuff, find it online. But and back it's then way more extreme now. Right. Yeah. And back then you, if you didn't like, if you weren't in with the tape traders and stuff, you couldn't find that stuff. Yeah, you had to yeah. read it in the magazines and see the pictures and all that. So some of these guys were even legends even then. I remember like 
getting you know like a, a independent wrestling magazine and seeing some of those photos of all the bloody matches yeah. and shit and i'm like god damn this is barbarian shit yeah and he also uh, uh terry funk was in had little roles in a lot of movies over the top Oh, was he in over the? Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, uh, look, so, look at Robzilla throwing one down. Alone, like because he's like, you ain't coming in here. And he like pushes him through the fucking. I really want to watch Over the Top here lately. I don't know yeah. why. Isn't it on Prime uh, or something? Could be. <laughs> look at us. Uh, over over, top, over the Top was a decent movie. Yeah, I remember it being good. Yeah, as a, but I have a, that's one of those movies. I remember it being on while I was being babysat somewhere yeah. and watching it and liking it as a kid but I, I you know i couldn't tell you one thing that i'm happens not i'm not it. saying it's top tier stallone or anything but I, I think it's a fun watch yeah those sometimes those are just the best to put on right. during you know when like you're i'm, put, a I'm putting day. on a, i'm putting on a movie about guys arm wrestling i, I think I, I i know what i'm in for here he was also he was also in one of my uh favorite episodes of quantum leap oh wow sam uh it's set in like the 50s or 60s and sam uh leaps into a, a brother and the two brothers are playing like Russian wrestlers. Oh, okay. And and uh, Terry Funk, very much is the bad guy of the episode, but he's supposed to kind of like be the good guy because they're like the tag team champions. Yeah. And and Sam and his brother have to be the tag team champions without his brother get, dying from heart problems or whatever. Oh wow! I, I remember seeing that when I was really young. So it's not the one where he transports into a kid with Jimmy, Down syndrome. No, no. Not that one. So Am the, I retarded. <laughs> And I always remember that one because even the first time I saw it, even without really knowing who Terry Funk was, I was a wrestling fan. And they they try really hard to walk a line between saying wrestling is is fake and not. Like the two brothers, like we're not really Russians, we're just playing Russians. But at the same time, it's very much like we really have we really have to get in there and wrestle those guys. This back week. then was kind of like the end of the 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 curtain being open, right. you know, or closed, I should say. Right. And of course, it's set earlier, so. When they would have said it, it was like a no-no. You didn't talk about it oh, at all. Yeah, and even in the killed. '90s, you know, like we didn't know Vince was really the uh, president or whatever of WWF until he really started being all out in front. Even when he was announced, you just thought he was an announcer or something. Yeah. So that was really so the, in the, the '90s. There, the rich kid who right. uh, happened to get a job announcing. Right. And over the top is free on YouTube, Tubi, Pluto TV, uh, Amazon Prime. And well, there yeah, you go. There you go. You can watch over the top. Easiest options probably YouTube. And also, he was in Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Oh, Roadhouse was fucking good. I I do remember him in Roadhouse. Though. Yeah, he's one of the mm. similar roles. The Trenchman. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've watched the Roadhouse and I try to rip someone's throat out. Like <laughs> <laughs> Patrick yeah. Swayze. It's a great Patrick Swayze movie. Patrick Swayze, I feel like, is becoming a forgotten. Uh, actor yeah mm-hmm. i don't think he gets quite enough credit for him. i feel like he was a very 90s actor oh yeah, yeah. definitely um that late 80s early 90s yeah. i era. swear like the last movie i ever seen him was like some like truck driving movie like black dog yeah. or something yeah black yeah. dog i think that's on one of, i think i saw that on one of the streaming services here lately okay so are we ready for crazy news with mr pbs yes. are we All right, you ready? Are you ready to rock this out? Uh, let's see what we got here. Get this ad off of here. Okay, so I'm on the bull bull ride shotgun in Nebraska. National news: Bull <laughs> named Howdy Doody 
rides a shotgun in Nebraska car. <laughs> I keep I keep looking at that picture like I almost can't tell if it's fake, like a, a, a mascot, but they it, got like the cage. It looks like a fucking statue right. like, in the car. Mm-hmm. How How is that car like the shock's not fucking fried on that side? Yeah. Like, how's see, it not breaking down? See, we Look got at here. that motherfucker. I mean, it's I mean, it's slightly leaning, but look at the fucking horns on it. Looks like yeah. looks like an old Buick or something too. So it's, probably... <laughs> it's a Ford. Okay, police were dispatched for a vehicle with a cow inside rolling through town. This is from Norfolk, Nebraska. A car with a full size bull was pulled over by police in Nebraska on Wednesday. Norfolk police were dispatched around 10 a.m. for a vehicle with a cow inside. That's a quote, vehicle with a cow inside. Rolling through the town about 120 miles northeast, northwest of Omaha, police records showed. Police assumed the cow would be a small calf, but a large bull was riding shotgun in the car near the corner of West Norfolk Avenue and North 13th Street. Officers pulled over a man driving a Ford oh, Crown Vic. There you go. Those, yep. those things are unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> that was carrying a full-size bull. It'll it'll be the apocalypse, and you'll still see one of those four crowns fucking rolling through. See, it it'll, it'll be why the car it'll, it'll be down. Crown Vicks and those Toyotas they all got over in the Middle East or whatever, right? <laughs> Toyota, yeah, the Toyotas, the Tacomas, the, yeah. all the people drive over there. The the driver told police that the bull's name is Howdy Duty. The car's roof on the passenger side had been removed so the animal could fit. Norfolk police said its officer addressed some traffic violations with the vehicle, and the driver was issued a warning and asked to drive back home safely. So that's that one. I don't know. Uh, that's the whole article, huh? Yeah. I just don't know how you can be a cop these days and see that. Like, I don't even know how the fucking process this. I'm like, just whatever, dude. Just, just when it's that saying, like, just when you think you've seen it all, you know. And you see this. It seems to be the animal crazy news. Yeah. Spe- special what we got going I, on. I here. always say, you know, like, I don't, I don't have like any particular sympathy or animosity toward cops. There's definitely a lot of them out there that's, doing maybe stuff they shouldn't be doing or yeah oh yeah but but they got to deal with stuff like that and like the sovereign citizen stuff like the guy you shared in the group this week (laughs) dude that video it was like literally irritating me watching that guy talk to him right and you wonder why these cops just tase the fuck out of people sometimes the guy watched a video and learned a couple of words and all of a sudden he's a professor in law in constitutional law right I forget what he was saying. What was he saying? Well, it's always the same. It's uh, I think he didn't say the, the cop actually asked him, "Are you a sovereign citizen?" He's like, "No, I'm a I'm a an American national." Uh, yeah, I don't identify as a United States citizen. Right. I'm an American national. Like that. And then he's like, "We're contracting or something." And yeah, are you contracting the ticket to me? I'm not. Con- I'm not signing that contract. <laughs> so that's that's the only time I will unequivocally side with the police is it, when they're dealing with these sovereign citizens. He's like, because yeah. you're parked in a fire hydrant. He's like, make sure you get that on camera. <laughs> and, I mean. <laughs> The co- I didn't see like the full beginning, but it didn't look like the cop was being a, a dick. He was no, he's being nice. To standard him. thing, you know. I'm going to check your info, make sure you're not somebody that's harassing somebody in the building. I mean, I mean the guy was clearly parked in front of a fire hydrant. He was clear- oh, yeah. clearly committing a violation yeah. of something. I just love at the end of that, the cops were like, "Okay, you're not going to take the ticket. I'm just going to mail it off, and they're going to." You know, clamp your tire down, right. and that's the end of it. You're going to get a warrant. And you're going to go to jail eventually. But that's just like, like I'm not contracting you. Cops, you're not, you're not contracting me. It's like cops have these things now called computers, yeah. and they put your license plate in there, and they know who you are. Yeah. The only reason they have to ask you your identification stuff is to make sure it's you. Yeah. So, so unless this guy stole a car too, he's definitely <laughs> going to get in trouble. <laughs> On to the next. 
alligator found patiently waiting for a Dollar General to open. It's a big <laughs> fucker right there. Look, and he's just he's dreaming about those little debbies right there. Mm-hmm. He's on the host of shit. Gator, That's what it is. Gator don't play no shit. Gator <laughs> so, wants some little debbies and hostess. I'm not you even gonna. Me? I'm barely gonna try to pronounce where this is from. It looks like it's Plaque Mines Parish. Maybe maybe there's some. French or Patois in there I need, but whatever. Louisiana. <laughs> a little French touch to it. <laughs> Paqua means parish. Probably closer to that than... Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Employees at a Dollar General in Louisiana were surprised to find an alligator at the store's front door on Tuesday morning. I think that's almost as surprising as finding employees at Dollar General, right? <laughs> <laughs> you, see all those, you see all those videos of people going into Dollar Generals and there's like nobody there? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, like yeah. the one guy who works there is on break or something? In a Facebook post, the parish sheriff's office said they were contacted about the alligator before the store opened in the morning. Deputy Tony Palmisano captured a photo of the animal saying it looked like it was patiently waiting for the Dollar General to open this morning. It's unclear where the animal was moved. The parish is located south of New Orleans where alligators are abundant. So he might even he might even been a frequent shopper. Mm-hmm. Man, you got to love these quick... Uh one hitter uh, crazy news we got see, it on. says on the Facebook post let's see if there's anything out there we got his wallet and swamp he had to go back uh, <laughs> here's here's uh, from the Facebook page this little fella was patiently waiting for the Dollar General to open this morning the best deals in town are always DTR if you know you know <laughs> and since, since you brought it up this is uh, the uh, sheriff posted on the Facebook for all you inquiring minds Mr. Gator picked up his little Debbie snacks hopped in his truck <laughs> and went fishing in the Civic Drive fishing pier in Port Sulphur he's just hashtag living the dream what was that uh, cartoon character the crocodile you know what I'm talking about What's, I forget his name but he was I feel, I feel like I re- vaguely remember I, I, yeah. I get where you're I can't remember yeah. it all but there was a skit like on a La- Lyle or Larry Crocodile yeah Lyle or something like that. yeah because there was a skit on like Harvey Birdman and like they were at his house and like cops were like, he's like he need to come out he's like you guys gonna tackle me <laughs> dude it's the funniest thing I've ever seen that was like 11 o'clock at night when you're like you're 14 shit's hilarious alright you ready for the next one on to the next boop 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 uh, you want me to get it? Just me? So I think yeah, this, the one is, I this was the, the one that you submitted. Florida man returns. <laughs> Thank you, Florida. Florida man injected opioid chemical agent under family's door, police say. Woo! Tampa, Florida. After, after moving into their new condominium in June 2022, Umar Abdullah and his expectant wife were ready to welcome their daughter. They met their neighbors, and soon enough, a newborn was kicking around the place. Shortly thereafter, his downstairs neighbor, Zooming Lee, began texting him, complaining of noises from upstairs. In texts shared with Nextstar's WFLA, Lee said he couldn't sleep and could hear the toilet seat being moved. Mm. I'm always, I've always lived in a house. Well, I've lived in a few apartments here and there, but I've always, I've never had like upstairs, downstairs neighbors to worry about. Yeah. Maybe side to side neighbors. So I know that stuff can be annoying. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you can hear this toilet seat being moved maybe That's, slammed or something if they're just like whamming it down yeah but and i know some people you know got those jobs where they got to be up early and late or whatever oh yeah so maybe he just liked his i was i was I was, I was I was i was almost trying to find some sympathy with this guy 
but I don't, I don't know if we're going to find any. <laughs> After months of back and forth between the two men, Abdullah and his family began experiencing grogginess, sickness, and vomiting. Jeez. I look at my daughter, Abdullah said. Her eyes were full of tears. She was not crying, but her eyes were full of tears. Abdullah said a friend of his first smelled the chemicals when he went to bring in a package while Abdullah was on vacation. When the family returned, they said they smelled it too. Though some described it as nail polish remover, Abdullah said it was more obnoxious. Oh, wow. That, that would be an obnoxious smell Yeah, to deal with all the time. Right. First, he said he called an air conditioning company, but they said nothing was wrong. A plumber checked out the water heater, but that was fine too, though Abdullah said his landlord had replaced it anyway. It's a nice, nice landlord story there, actually replacing something. <laughs> <laughs> that act, it's not before it's a problem. The smell kept returning, even after the air ducts and vents were cleaned too. He even called the fire department, but their test didn't reveal anything. Damn. Then I actually double-checked, Abdul explained. I started sniffing that place like a dog. After all the suspects he could think of were checked off, Abdullah said his thoughts turned to his downstairs neighbor, who kept complaining of noises that Abdullah eventually believed didn't exist. When Abdullah found a crack in the corner of his door that a syringe could fit through, he installed a hidden camera in the plant outside. <clears throat> oh boy. Even during war, the worst enemies do not attack the opponent, the other party, with chemicals, Abdullah said. On a day when he said he noticed his daughter sick again, he checked the hidden camera. It appeared to show his downstairs neighbor crouching down in front of Abdullah's front door, but the angle was not clear enough to tell what was going on. We were shaking, Abdullah recalled. We can't imagine that he is coming and doing something. After adjusting the hidden camera angle, Abdullah said he waited until his daughter got sick again. He checked the footage and saw his neighbor. This time, the video appeared to show his neighbor taking a syringe out, filling it with liquid, then injecting the liquid into the crack in Abdullah's doorframe. The first thing that came to my mind, my daughter and my wife, Abdullah remembered, they need to be safe. He got his family out of the house, then called the police. Lee was arrested and charged with multiple felonies, including possession of a controlled substance and burglary. Damn. According to a Tampa Police Department affidavit, <clears throat> a hazmat test found the liquid chemical agent contained both methadone and hydrocodone, codone, opioid pain medications. Abdullah doesn't want to think about any long-term side effects on his daughter. Lee's arrest record lists him as a student at University of South Florida, but the school told WFLA he was a chemistry PhD student and is no longer enrolled there. His last semester was summer 2023. So he was pretty much a student there. <laughs> right. <laughs> Lee is out on bond. His next hearing is December 5th. He's also facing lawsuits from Abdullah for domestic violence and the Condo Association for breach of contract. Oh. In a statement to WFLA, Lee's attorney said Lee pleaded not guilty and all of the facts will come in due course of time. Abdullah's daughter, <clears throat> daughter celebrated her first birthday a couple weeks ago in the same condo. He said the family is looking for a new place, but it's hard to find one with their new specifications. So you can see the video on there oh. where the guy just, he just, I think, I think it's been playing in the corner. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. And he just kind of comes up the stairs and he leans over and squirts something into the, into the door frame. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. And it, it's I see a lot of courtroom stuff, right. but hmm. maybe it's all the way back at the very beginning. Passionate battle to save a grand oak tree. That maybe that's a different one now. Yeah, that's a different one. Maybe it's back up at the top. But anyway, this guy just comes up and he just leans over. And he just yeah, kind of like squirts it under the door. More oak tree. It must be. We must have gone under the oak tree story. Yeah, it's not there anymore. Unless this is. 
solving everything they can to protect still the tree. Still the tree. Oh my God. But yeah. I'm it, definitely pro saving old trees. Listen, if you can't, I understand you don't like your neighbors, but you can't fucking kill them. <laughs> like, I don't, I didn't. You can't fucking poison them to death. You can't fucking kill them. You just, just got to move or wait it out until they move. And I, I didn't think, you know, we hear about like fentanyl and stuff, but I, I didn't know you could just like squirt hydrocodone or whatever right, near yeah, somebody and that would make them sick just being yeah. around it. Maybe if they were like, you know, barefoot and stepping on it or well, something. The dude was a, a chemical PhD, so he knew how to mix certain things right. together and get an effect out of it. But wow, what a fucking piece of shit, dude. Imagine you just feel like crap and then you got to realize, oh, is it because my neighbor's sensitive? <laughs> makes you wonder how many times you felt like crap. Right. And it could be because somebody's poisoning you and you, you just don't know. Oh, man. That's crazy, though. Crazy-ass people. Lord of man. It just makes you hate people even more. Mm-hmm. All right, we got one last one, and this was actually happened this week, I believe. Uh, this is from our intrepid... Oh, I thought you were going to go to the... Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, no, we got two more. Sorry. Save, want to save this one for last? We'll do the other one real quick. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We can do that. I, I think this one will probably be the shorter is one. Is this the... This is the one from our, our good friend Chuckles. This is our intrepid man on the streets, Jason. <laughs> he sent, I think he sent this one to all of us. Yeah. yeah. At some point in time. Breaking news. A human skull found in Goodwill donation box. Here's what police say. Goodyear Police Department said a human skull found in a Goodwill donation box was historic and not believed to be related to a crime. <laughs> a picture provided by Goodyear Police shows the skull covered in dark black spots with the upper front teeth still attached and a false eye set on the left eye socket. That's so fucking creepy, isn't it? <laughs> An unknown donor decided to clean out the skeletons, or at least a portion of a skeleton, from a closet, prompting a police investigation in Goodyear. Goodwill staff followed company protocol by immediately reporting the donation to Goodyear Place and continue to cooperate with the police investigation, according to a spokesman for Goodwill of Central and Northern Arizona. Police said officers responded Tuesday night to reports of the skull discovery in the donation box and took possession of what was believed to be, quote, an actual human skull at the Goodwill near the northwest corner of Saraval Avenue and Yuma Road. The skull was transported to Maricopa County Office of the Medical Examiner, where it was found to be of, quote, historic origin. The skull has no forensic significance, meaning there appears to be no associated crime, said Lisa Berry, a spokesperson for Goodyear Department. It was unclear if the skull was would be returned to the Goodwill store in Goodyear or what it would be priced at. A spokesperson for Goodwill Industries International could not be reached for a comment, and a manager with the store declined to speak with the Arizona <laughs> The investigation was still on you. Would, would you want to speak to them? I mean, I know I wouldn't want to speak to them. We, I mean, the question is, do they want it back? <laughs> yeah. What, 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 what Somebody kind of, donated that. What kind of price could you put on that thing? How dare you take that away from us? It's priceless. Oh man! What if it what if it turns out it's it's really like a historic object, like it's worth a lot of money or something too? Yeah, that'd be weird, wouldn't like, it? Like, oh, I just threw that out. Oh, can I have that back? I, I still want to know, like, who just drops a human skull off at Goodwill? <laughs> but maybe they were, I don't know. Maybe it, they just didn't want to. Maybe they didn't know it was in the box. Though. Yeah, who knows? Maybe it, maybe it's uh, maybe it's Gwenny Paltrow. What's in the box? Yeah, what's in the box? <laughs> oh no no no! Yeah, the the creepy eye makes that. That's yeah. what that's what kind of does it. And the yeah. teeth too. Okay, so now we have one last article, and this was from earlier this week, correct? I believe so. I didn't even know there was a festival out in the middle of the desert called Burning Man. Oh, you haven't heard of Burning Man? Before? No, I've never heard of it. 
I've heard there of it, but I don't go into depth There was an episode of, of Malcolm in the Middle about it. Oh, yeah? I think so. I think there was an episode where they went to Burning Man. Never watched much Malcolm in the Middle, so uh, that's probably why. I always, I always watched the reruns. I never watched it when it first was out, I don't think. Party invite. Sorry, I'm busy. Party. <laughs> Party. Uh, let me see here. From Yahoo Entertainment. The 2023 Burning Man Meltdown. A moment-by-moment look at the festival's descent into chaos. <laughs> More than 70,000 souls mired in mud and far from civilization. A death under investigation? Here's how the events unfolded. Look at that. They're all just fucking stuck out there. Like, So I guess they got stuck, you know, because it, it rained, rained so much. Right. And then there was this long period of time of everybody trying to get out at once. So it was even worse. Are right, you ready? See, Fire Festival 2.0? Question mark. That was, that was the first thing I thought about when... I don't think it's quite as bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you know, fire, wasn't Fire Festival pretty obviously a scam from the yeah, beginning? Yeah, this is scam. an actual festival. Yeah, this is <laughs> a successful festival, it sounds like. <laughs> the memes and jokes came fast and furious over the holiday weekend as the annual Burning Man Festival was impacted by heavy rains, causing a quagmire of sticky mud and calls for attendees to shelter in place over the weekend. A, a quagmire. exodus finally ensued on Monday afternoon before the eponymous man burned. But with more than 70,000 people stranded at one point at death under investigation and rumors of spreading disease, the situation was deemed perilous enough that President Joe Biden was made aware of the situation. What do you think? You think Joe's like, what the fuck is burning, man? Yeah. There's Why are people out in the desert? He's He probably had my reaction. Right. Why are people out in the desert doing that? Hanging out. It's, it's not around. a safe place to have a festival. What are you yeah. doing out there, Jack? Yeah. <laughs> Here's a breakdown of everything that went down at this year's Burning Man. It's a malarkey. It's mal- <laughs> <laughs> kind a kind of malarkey you doing out there in the desert. <laughs> Early signs of trouble. 12.01 a.m., Sunday, August 27th. The gates open for early arrivals to attend the event, which attracts tens, tens, thousands, tens yeah. of thousands to the desert in northwest Nevada to build a temporary, self-sufficient, and art-themed community called Black Rock City. The annual Bacchanal, I like that, Bacchanal, whose tickets start at $575 is scheduled to wrap on Labor Day with the highlight being the burning of the man, a towering figure of a man whose immolation represents rebirth slated for Sunday night forecast calls for rain beginning friday with an up to an inch falling by saturday morning well that may not sound like much to some in a geographic region more commonly beset by dust storms than rainstorms it's the equivalent of a few months worth of precipitation wow theoretically attendees are supposed to be prepared one of the guiding principles of burning man is self-sufficiency everyone must pack their own shelter provisions including ample food and water the festival site warns of extreme conditions weather on the playa is often violent and unpredictable Dust storms, high winds, freezing temperatures, rain. We get it all out there. It's impossible to be possible to be overly prepared when it comes to the elements. So so you're paying five hundred and seventy five dollars to go to maybe die. <laughs> to maybe die. You just do that for free yourself? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I just I'm I'm happy being at home. Right. I like air conditioning and yeah. all my stuff's here. A, a, a comfortable climate, my own TV. Food when I need it, not, shower when I need it, water not, when I need not it. Not 69,000 other people? Yes. Sunday afternoon. Activists protesting the detrimental environmental impact of the fragile desert ecosystem caused by fossil fuel, plastics, and other waste block the two-lane road that is the only way into Burning Man. Burning Man should aim to have the same type of political impact that Woodstock had on counterculture, the organization Extinction Rebellion, part of the collective behind the roadblock says in a statement, if we are honest about system change, it needs to start at home. 
And the lowest hanging fruit immediately. Private jets. Good call. <laughs> Traffic is backed up for miles before rangers from the Pyramid Lake Paiute Tribal Police Department breaks down the barricade and arrests the protesters. The All worst right. is yet to come. Rainfall. Friday morning, September 1st. With the kickoff of the Labor Day weekend, more attendees arrive en masse by car with the real big spenders taking private charters to the nearby Black Rock Airport. Also arriving, rain. <laughs> I, I want uh, the ultimate villain. Let me let me let me go back up to the top. This is by Kyle Moss and David uh, Artavia because they're they're writing they're writing this like it's going to be the next Netflix thriller here, <laughs> right? Like episode episode one a ends and just a few drops of yeah. rain start coming down. Uh, Friday morning, September first. Did we get that part already? Yep, yep, yep. I woke up on Friday. I looked outside the RV, and it was kind of shocking how muddy and swampy it was, Carmen, a four-time Burning Man attendee, tells Yahoo Entertainment. It was clear that you weren't going to go out and do anything. And also, I was staying with a large camp, and I heard that one of our large shade structures came down and knocked a bunch of stuff over, so it was chaotic. The parched, powdery ground transformed into thick, ankle-deep mud that is difficult to walk in and nearly impossible to drive through. Friday evening, festival organizers announced via social media that the temporary airport and the main gate into the grounds have been closed due to the inclement conditions, urging burners to help each other stay safe. Saturday morning, September 2. Conditions continue to deteriorate. Organizers announced that no vehicles are permitted to enter or exit the site. Celebrity evacuation. <laughs> of course. Saturday afternoon, September 2. <clears throat> While vehicles were prevented from leaving, some attendees attempted to flee on foot across miles of mud to a paved road where buses were being deployed. And with breaks in the weather, some people take advantage, including DJ and music producer Diplo, whose real name is Thomas Wesley Pence. Have no idea who that is. Yeah, Sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> he posts a video to social media on Saturday evening showing him and actor-comedian Chris Rock riding in the back of a truck saying, they just walked five miles in the mud before a fan picked us up. <laughs> okay. Can you, can you imagine... Like just picking up Chris Rock on the side of the road. There, there's his, uh, his ex exit Twitter. <laughs> there's Chris Rock. There he is. <laughs> I'm tired, Look at that man. nice for walking all that you know five miles in the mud. His jacket is impeccably right. clean. You would think the mud would splash up and yeah. hit that, or even dusty. Yeah. Oh, uh, here's here's something I didn't know. Ebola outbreak. I didn't hear about this. Saturday afternoon, September 2. Meanwhile, the 72,000 who remain have to deal with these deteriorating hygiene conditions. There's a three-eyed dinosaur shrimp that reportedly emerges from the muck. Oh. Portable toilets are overwhelmed and became disgusting when pump trucks can't reach them for service. Rumors start spreading of an unsubstantiated E. coli outbreak, which is soon conflated into rumors of an, eventual, of an equally unsubstantiated Ebola outbreak. Neither turn out to be true. Just a lot of crap. Huh. All right. I think that's just silly nonsense in my opinion. I'm sure there were things like maybe flu, COVID, I don't know, typical stuff like that. I'm sure going around, Carmen tells you, but e, e. coli, no. Ebola, no. A fatality. Dun, dun, dun. Finish him. Sunday morning, September 3rd, the festival is shaken by news of a death. The Pershing County Sheriff's Office is currently investigating a death which occurred during this rain event. The family has been notified and the death is under investigation. As this death is still under investigation, there is no further information available at this time, according to the sheriff's office. On Monday, authorities announced the deceased had been identified as Leon Reese, 32. The local medical examiner performed an autopsy to determine a cause of death and is awaiting results of a toxicology test. 
Speaking to reporters from his home in Delaware, President Joe Biden says he is monitoring the Burning Man situation. We're in touch with the local people. We're paying attention. We ought to get be getting everybody out of there. There was one death. I don't know what the reason for the death was. Cause of death, malarkey. Yep. <laughs> Son- <laughs> you, know, you think it was more like that when he was trying to talk? Yeah. <laughs> Sunday malarkey. afternoon, September 4. Organizers vow that the burning of the man is still scheduled to take place Sunday night, despite the forecast calling for an uncertain weather front. Organizers weigh in on the Ebola rumors. The online rumors of transmissible illnesses in Black Rock City are unfounded and untrue. Some attendees report being threatened with an $800 fine as they attempt to drive out of the lockdown site. Outside observers continue to react on social media, including people comparing it to the failed fire festival. <laughs> Sunday evening, September 4. More rain, more flooding. The site remains closed to vehicles attempting to exit. The burning is postponed. Oh, shit. The man burns, finally. Monday, September 5th, while the driving ban isn't officially lifted until 2 p.m., CNN drone footage shows thousands already in their vehicles and making their way to the gates on Monday morning. Organizers announced that all of the burns, the man, the chapel of Babel, and the temple, are rescheduled for Monday night through Tuesday night and encourage people to stay until Tuesday to help alleviate congestion. Monday night, September 5th, the burning... Yeah. finally commences to drastically reduce crowds. Let me just stay a little bit longer in this hellish place, this, which I don't have time scheduled to stay. Let me stay in this literal shithole. Yeah, <laughs> literal shithole. The postmortem. As a few holdouts remain for the last of the events early Tuesday, most of the Black Rock Playa has emptied out. The memes and only, only the real ones stay to the end, you know? Yeah. The memes and social media jokes are beginning to die down, and some who endured the ordeal are saying that it really wasn't that bad. I think the news media has jumped at the opportunity to try to just portray this as like a hellscape, horrible fire festival situation, and really trying to play up the directness of it, says Carmen. As somebody who was there and went through all of it, that wasn't really my experience. Uh, Good for you, Carmen. It probably was as bad as the media made it out to be. I mean, you can look at that picture of all those cars lined up, and you just imagine all those people were together in an area, and shit was piling up, food was running out, water was running out. They were telling people that they needed to conserve food and water. I mean, fuck that. I bet I bet a lot of those people don't ever come back. What do you think? I wouldn't. I wouldn't go in the first place. I feel like if they paid all that money to go. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure plenty of people just go once. You know, like five hundred. It's not that much. It's not nearly as much as the fire festival. I believe. Yeah. I mean, they didn't pay for a chartered private plane flight there and all these other suites. Right. So I'm sure maybe it was a bucket list for some people, but it, I'm I'm sure plenty of people go every year or numerous times. So glad just about everybody made it out. Yeah, yeah, uh, except for one person. So. That's your crazy news for this episode. We got to protect that Chris Rock from the Reaper. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he saw the uh, Grim Reaper spinning the wheel and he was like, oh, hell no. He's like, oh, hell no. I'm going to walk out of here with my crisp New York New York uh, Knicks jacket. <laughs> yeah. Get me, dude, bitch. Dude, that jacket was crisp. That's it was. It was point. very crisp for walking through five miles of mud. That motherfucker didn't walk no five miles. He took like 20 steps like, oh, shit, that's Chris Rock. Pick yeah. him up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, five miles just sounds so uh, sounds so great. That motherfucker wasn't even sweating. Looked like he was uh, wasn't even out of breath. Maybe because I'm fat, I would think I'd be. Well, he's probably mean. been resting for a little bit before they shot that. Uh, where did I put that picture at? Uh, oh, here we go. So this was the other thing we we're going to talk about: the writers and uh, actors strike. The WGA and the SAG. Yep, yep, yep. So. 
it's starting to come out now like all oh. the numbers they, they've had all their numbers evaluated and the packages that they're having and it seems like the smaller companies are like yeah we can do that no problem it's the bigger companies like warner brothers discovery netflix and uh i don't even know if apple's really being that bad it sounds like apple's kind of just like what we probably just in the mix waiting for the dominoes to fall and they'll pay whatever yeah because you know apple's got an unlimited amount of cash it seems like mm -hmm. but uh warner brothers discovery says ongoing strikes will mean 300 million to 500 million hit to two or 2023 earnings and uh you know you got a picture of our favorite asshole. Zazlav. yeah david zaslav or whatever his name zasloff is that his name? He's Whatever. called Get Fucked is what his name should be. <laughs> Rob, you refer to so many people as that. We have, we need to, we need to. But it's funny. Get, identifier. Get Fucked the third. The, uh, so basically, you know, they're coming out with these numbers now. They're, you know, the SAG and uh, what's the other one, the WGA. Yep. They're coming out and having people, you know, uh, do the numbers on what they're asking for. And it's a tiny percentage of what they're going to lose because of this strike. Right. I mean, right here it says 300 million to 500 million. And one of the reports that I read was like 46 or 48 million is what it would cost. Some, I don't want to say a small number, but relatively small relatively number. Relatively small number when you think of the money that they're losing. Right. By playing games with this, these people. And like you said, some of these, some of even the smaller companies are already saying, "Yeah, we'll we'll take that deal. Let's, yeah, let's let's get back to work." Yeah, because they know they're going to lose more money in the long haul. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they, man, there's so much money out there. Everybody's going to get their fair share. It's just greed at this point. Like these companies don't want to give up any more money. They want to make as much as they can and give you as little as possible. Uh, and that goes for every company. It seems <laughs> really? like anymore it is. now. They don't want any of us to have any money. They want us to all be miserable and and depend on them for what little money we get. But man, I mean, at some point, somebody has with some intelligence has to say, "Listen, we're going to lose three to hundred to five hundred million. Let's spend the fifty million and not lose that five hundred million." I mean, that just sounds like such a huge number to lose. Well, it's well, it's just it's it's simple. It's like, so how about we just lose 50 instead of 500? Yeah. I mean, that's common we, fucking sense. We can make the 50 back somehow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. But, I mean, these assholes, I mean, it's it's come down to, a, uh, you know, a pissing competition, and they, they don't want to back down. They don't want to seem weak for whatever reason, but you're not weak. You're taking care of the people that make you money, <laughs> but they don't see it like that. They see it as, you know, you. they see us as slaves, essentially. <laughs> But yeah. it is. We it specifically is. for these guys, I think there's a couple issues at play. Even part of that article, if you read through it, says that they're um, this is actually helping them with like cash issues because they're not spending money on any of these productions right now. So even though that's going to cost them money like annually, they they actually have money right now. Yeah. And I almost wonder if they're going to spin that into like positives for the company. Oh yeah. To just to drive the stock up, and you know that's what a lot of this stuff is. It's just about the stock, and you know not specifically Warner's, even though. You know, Warner's used to be a movie studio. Yeah. But now it's not a movie studio anymore. It's Warner's Discovery, and all these companies are owned by other companies now. So it's not just about making movies. It's about being a business. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And anybody who pays any attention to this stuff anymore knows it's not even running about business. It's not even about running a business. It's about making stuff look good so you drive the stock up. It's funny. They used to say, you know, the two businesses that were untouchable 
through any kind of economic disaster or uh, something happening of that nature was, you know, the entertainment industry and the alcohol industry. Right. And this year we've seen people boycott and <laughs> decimate Bud Light. I mean, uh, and we've seen the actors and uh, the writers uh, unions really take it to these studios. And now they're going to lose money because the, this thing's dragging out as far as it can go. I mean, I got to think this gets solved in the next month or two. Well, I'd really like to see somebody like in the know do like like some sort of whistleblower kind of deep dive. Yeah. Because on, on one hand, uh, like we were just talking about, like not specifically for Warner Brothers, like a Netflix or something, like these streamers are really seem to be worried they're going to have to reveal their real numbers. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they should. And well, it's it's either it's either they're lying and the numbers aren't that good, which drives the stock down, or they're lying and the numbers are really good, in which case they can easily afford to pay people more. And all these places, are, uh, these streaming services are losing money. So how good are the numbers? And they're all raising prices. Yeah. So either it's the really great numbers and you're raising prices and not really losing money, or it's the complete opposite. And it, these, these services are sucking the life out of these companies mm -hmm. so i almost want like i said that's why i'd like to see like somebody do like a really deep life like are these companies using these losses to to make some some other part of the company to do something kind of shady and you know we've seen a lot of really famous and successful actors and writers they're coming out and they're leading the charge on this shit you know you had brian cranston speak at one of these rallies uh it was Aaron Paul. Mm -hmm. uh, he just came out and he's like, I've never earned a cent off Breaking Bad being on Netflix. And yep. that's where the show got popular. Right. I think we did, Sean Gunn as well. Like, how do you not get a residual from Netflix for some, you know, like I get they pay for the licensing, but why mm -hmm. doesn't a portion of that licensing fee that Netflix paid right. the parent company go to residuals? And that's like, that's <laughs> part of like this whole streaming thing, like the whole system was kind of junked like back in the day that that couldn't happen on tv because you'd have yeah. you could know exactly how many times you, you had the Nelson ratings and stuff like that and, and i don't think we did maybe we briefly brought it up but like suits the old the show from usa network was like the number one show for a week or two on netflix yeah yeah it's, because people it's still were the number one show it. yeah and like they're not really getting anything out of that even though it's other than popularity and resurgence notoriety you right. know i mean but uh yeah, it's just fucked up, man. And I feel I feel for these people. And, you know, people have talked a lot of shit like, well, go get a real job. Like, these people are fucking working. Right. Like, so it's their, it is their day job. Yeah. And I read where one guy, uh, who who's the one guy that played in Twister and uh, People Under the Stairs? I think his name's like Whelan or, or yeah, Whelan or something. something. Like that. He's got a TikTok this yeah, account he, that's pretty popular. He was saying... At one point uh, last year, he had to fucking go work uh, as a uh, demo person for mm -hmm. uh, Ralph's. So he was handing out fucking samples. Mm -hmm. And this is a guy that has a decent IMDb profile. Right. He's been in film shows. A working actor. He's a working actor, yeah. And he's having to go out and get a part-time job just to make fucking ends meet. I mean, what does that tell you? Like, it's not as glamorous as people think. Right. Yeah, the few that make it get paid extremely well, and they're well off. They don't need certain you know things that the little people need but the the system is broken now because of the, the technology and streaming and it needs to be reworked yeah, sean uh, whalen's his name yeah and he's uh, he, when you see him you're like you've seen him in a bunch yeah, of oh stuff. yeah you've seen him in a bunch of stuff yeah. and uh 
uh, he's talked about deals he's gotten. Uh, I mean, it sounds like he gets screwed over by Disney a lot. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, these people have more money than you could ever think of. They can pay these fucking people. Yeah, yeah. And they can pay them a decent wage, a living wage. Exactly. Like you said, uh, if you work for any company in America, I'm sure you've seen the profits go up. You've probably oh, seen yeah. the CEO pay go up. But your pay has not gone up to meet today's standards. Right. Certainly not even like for something like inflation. <laughs> yeah. Even it's, though you're labeled essential. Right. It's, so it's it's yeah. funny. I watched a thing on uh, the United uh, uh, Auto Workers, right. UAW, because they're getting ready to go on strike this month. I think this week they're going to go I on strike. I think it's like 14th. 10, 10 days or something like that, right? Uh, September 14th. So we're closing in on it. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. what? Five, five days, six days. Yep. yeah but uh they used to have what was called a cola raise mm-hmm. uh cost, of, cost living of living average or whatever and so if uh so if that was still in place today they would be getting like nine percent mm-hmm. uh wage increases and they did away with that the union had to take a step back to help the car companies recover right. from the last financial fiasco but They've been trying to get it back since they recovered, and they are not budging. They right. want nothing to do with giving that back. And, I mean, really, what is a 5 or 6% raise? It's nothing. Right. It's a drop in the bucket for these companies. Like, why don't we stop paying uh, the astronomical payouts to these CEOs that are raising the cost and pretty much fucking everything up mm-hmm. for everybody but them? Uh, but w- for some reason, uh, the majority of people don't see it that way until they're affected by it. Right. It's it's yeah. like I mean, you see everything like from the housing issues. Oh yeah. To eat, like to cars, like cars are more expensive than they they ever are. They're they don't always seem to be as reliable as they used to be. They're not as easy to work on as they used to be. Oh no. I think cars are more reliable nowadays. But when something goes wrong, you ain't fucking fixing it yourself. Yeah. I mean, you got to go to the dealership, and then it's not like we can't tell you what's wrong with it. You got to pay us $120 (laughs) for us to diagnose it, and all they're doing is hooking it up to a machine to get codes. Sometimes, yeah. yeah, Sometimes, yeah, unless it's something serious. But then you don't get that $120 back even if you decide to get it fixed there. Like, that's outrageous. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, I like... uh a, a buddy of mine who's a traveling mechanic he 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 sent a picture on his facebook once and he showed like an older car and a newer car and a newer car just has like so many like miles or whatever of electronics and and wires and everything and some of that stuff you you just you flat out can't work on you yeah. you have to yeah. have the right kind of computer to hook it up to just to diagnose it and that kind of stuff oh imagine so, having a tesla right. there ain't no working on that bitch see and that's a, that's another one something like tesla like tesla isn't really a car company no it's you know it's it's computers in its way it's a software company software company and they yeah. they but they make a car and that kind of goes back to like warner brothers and stuff like that like these companies don't do like just one or two things anymore they all want to do all this stuff so it, it can make the, it makes their stock price and all that look good so they can move move money and shift and maybe hide some stuff yeah and pay their ceos well, more and more and i mean look at all the the movies that Warner Brothers Discovery just can this year just right. for a tax cut. And they'll never see the light of day unless somebody leaks them. Right. And all it was was a tax cut. They knew they weren't going to make the money back or whatever, so they cut it, and they're going to get the money back through taxes now. Taking taking stuff off the streaming so they don't have to pay residuals. Yeah. What little residuals they might pay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's all bullshit. And, the, and I mean, 
I don't know what 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 is the answer? Do we cap CEO pay by a percentage of what your average worker makes? I think I think we just start capping CEOs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there has to be an answer <laughs> to this to get everything back into control, because at this point it's going to create such a division to where I think things are going to get violent. It is. Well, the inequality is just way too high. I mean, you look in California, people are raiding stores. I mean, they're just going in 20 people deep and taking the yeah. whole fucking store. Well, because there's like a them. new law passed, like if it's a certain amount of money, it's, it's not, not a felony. It's not a felony. So there's they don't arrest shit. shoplifters. They take yeah. everything in the fucking store. And but. even it, and the thing is, it doesn't even hurt the businesses all that oh, no. much. It might hurt the specific place, yeah, but it doesn't really hurt the bottom line of the business in general. So they kind of don't care anyway. Yeah, they're like, whatever, let them let them go. We'll just write it off, right? Get a tax cut. Right. I mean, there's really no no such thing as a middle class anymore. It's really not. No, I don't. I don't point. feel like there is there anymore. Isn't. I I feel like there's the, the working class, and then there's an upper class, and then there's those oh, you know, the uber rich. So, but I, I feel like everybody struggles now. Even, it's you even it's hear, depressing. You even hear rich people, like people that are well off complain about shit. And, you know, they're like, I can't do this. I got to cut back. Got to cut back. Mm. It's like, what do you have to cut back for, motherfucker? You make 300000 a year. <laughs> so, I mean, they're, just, they're getting hit on taxes and everything else. Uh, they, they still buy, you know, they got to buy cars. They still got to buy uh, yeah. uh, babysitters and that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just, it, it's out of control everywhere. Every which way you look, it's out of control. Right. All right, so moving on. We got two segments left. We're just going to run through these pretty much because we're at the hour and eight minute mark. Uh, so I started to watch Justified. Uh, what was it called again, Rob? City Primal. City Primal. City Primal or City Primeval? Primeval, I believe. Is. That's what I thought. I thought it was Primeval. Yeah, Primeval. Yeah, City Primeval. And uh, I'm excited, man. Justified. I never watched it when it was on air. I watched it all on Amazon Prime, and it just became like one of my favorite shows that I watched, kind of uh, reminiscent to Breaking Bad. Never watched Breaking Bad until its last season on the air, and the same with uh, Justified. But, uh, man, I fucking love this show, and I'm glad uh, to see Timothy Oliphant come back. Was that you? Yeah. Jesus Christ, that was loud. It's like the fucking Hulk breaking shit. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, I'm I'm glad to see Timothy Oliphant reprise the role of Raylan. Uh, is it Gibbons or Gibbons? Gibbons. Yeah, Raylan right. Gibbons. Ray, Raylan Gibbons. I'm just sad that Walton Goggins not in it. Seems to be a lot of people's uh, main gripe. No, yeah. no Walton Goggins. Yeah. But the guy they got to play the uh, antagonist. It's, it's Boyd Holbrook. He's really good. He's a dirtbag. He, he's man. a piece of shit. He's man. a scumbag. We love him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's ruthless too. But I'm into it because you know Raylan's in a uh, Detroit. Yeah, uh, he's and he ends up getting stuck there uh, under an investigation of a judge, uh, getting an assassination our, attempt. Our boy Keith David, and it's just running into drugs and a little side story here. Mm -hmm. And he's got a daughter now that he's got She's to think 15. about. Uh, but man, the motherfucking cops are ruthless in it. Like, <laughs> yeah. They, they do not care that there's an issue with pol police brutality mm -hmm. right now. No. There's a scene where they chase these guys down. They're like white supremacists or something. They're, They're just proud some, boys. Yeah, you know? so, yeah, so, yeah, that's what they are. But uh, they chase this dude down with a uh, German shepherd. Well, it's yeah. a Belgian Malamar. Is so it, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So those motherfuckers are like jacked. They're like, <laughs> But this guy runs up a tree and they're like, uh, watch the show and they send yeah. the dog out and the dog fucking drags him down out of the tree and 
going to town on his leg and they're just like having a fucking ball with it. <laughs> he like, just has some questions. He's like, like it's so no how, big deal. Yeah, he's like, so uh, how many are of you? And he's just like, so it, you think you're going to tell us about that now? Like that dog's that, going to town. He's like, <laughs> that's fucking torture right there, bro. <laughs> Well, the well the cop, like I guess he's like the main guy who's who's doing the investigation. He's like, so you got a camera phone? He's like, yeah. He's like, you should record this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no shame in the, the police yeah. brutality in there, even with uh, Raylan. They're kind of you know like oh, well, okay. even he's kind of smooth. He's trying to talk to this guy, and this motherfucker kicks the door and breaks this dude's nose, and he goes down the down the steps. Yeah, justified city primeval. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a great show so far, though. Is it as good as Justified? Probably not because it had that, you know, him and Walton Goggins really had that connection going. And Officer Raylan, he's like, Boyd, what are you doing around here, boy? Timothy Oliphant, I mean, as Raylan Givens, dude, he's just so great. He's this awesome. Is, this is his role. I it mean, is. and it's yeah. great that he's getting another shot at it. And, I can't wait to finish it. I'm probably like halfway through. I watched two episodes, but it's like good. I said, it's it's not quite as entertaining as the first ju- uh, Justified series, but uh, I hear it ends on a cliffhanger, and I'm excited to get there. But I'm having a lot of fun watching it. Oh so. yeah, uh, and I really, uh, I mean, I don't even know if you need to watch the original Justified to kind of watch this. I mean, I guess you 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 could watch them in chronological yeah. order, but uh, man, it's a solid watch. I mean, oh, yeah. there is good actors in it, and uh, like I said, it, it's fun, but it's not quite as good as the original because of, I mean, Walton Goggins just as Boyd added another <laughs> yeah. he added another level to this whole uh, thing. You know, it's the white supremacist, the educated white supremacist with manners. Yeah, basically, is what he was. Because <laughs> this one's only like uh, eight episodes it's or something. Eight episodes, yes, eight yeah. episodes. Oh. I haven't. I'm gonna get into. it. I'm gonna check it out because I like the book. I read it a while ago. It's not uh, it's like a, fire in a hole or something like that, or it was, it was just called City Prime Evil. Oh, okay. Um, it the book doesn't have Raylan Givens in it. Uh, it. The book was by Elmore Leonard, and Raylan Givens is a character in another uh, Elmore Leonard novel. So they just kind of moved him into this one so they can make it. But it's sort of the basic same setup as like he's in Detroit, he's going after this criminal who who goes after a judge and all that. So I, I was really into it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out for sure. Yeah, it, it's a solid little show, though. I'm Like I said, I'm having a blast watching it, and I would highly recommend it. Okay. That's on Hulu, right? It's on uh, Hulu. Yes, it's on Hulu. It's an FX show. Yep, so it's on Hulu. So if you've got cable, you can probably search for it on mm-hmm. demand. I don't know if it's a... Is it a Hulu exclusive? No, I think it's FX, and then I think they yeah, just... Yeah, it just says it's FX, stream on Hulu. Yeah, so they, I think that's like a partnership, I would say. Yeah. Because, you know, Disney owns Fox or whatever. Yeah, they own everybody. <laughs> they own your soul. All right. So this week was the season finale of what we do in the shadows. Um, Great, but it makes this sad. Is, this is Rob and I's show. Oh, this man. is uh, PBS doesn't watch this. Have you seen any what we do in the shadows? No, just the movie. Yeah. Just the movie. Yeah. And our yeah. buddy, and our so, buddy Talbot, he's, he's the one who told oh, me yeah. to watch it. But uh, man, what a, what a great cast they have. Uh, I don't know if it's my favorite season. Like I said, the Jackie Daytona episode is probably my favorite episode. That's how we talk in Tucson, Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah, you the, yeah, he's got the toothpick, and the for, magic toothpick. For those of you that don't know, uh, the guy that plays the vampire, Laszlo, he played in uh, IT Crowd. He played the boss in season two. 
uh, from there on out. And he was phenomenal in that. But he's always in like British comedies, and he is fucking hilarious. Uh, the most <laughs> devious bastard. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Double but, cross by the devil. <laughs> I mean, they're all good. So I mean, yeah. it's to to give you the gist of this. Uh, it's kind of like a documentary crew, you know, doing a documentary on uh, vampires. Four vampires, right? Yeah. Like the, well, three vampires and one's an energy vampire. One's an energy vampire. Colin Robinson. Colin Robinson's probably my favorite. <laughs> this fucking guy. As, aside from Laszlo. <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, and they have a, uh, like a caretaker, I guess you could say. What do they call him? He's a familiar. A familiar, yeah. But he takes care of all the the fucking vampires needs and uh <laughs> cleans their house for them what which you can clean of it i mean well, he doesn't like he shit. makes it he makes it dirtier basically yeah so it, it looks like cleaning. a total shithole but um he has a better underneath the stairs his room yeah <laughs> he has this little fucking cubby hole and they're they're sleeping in giant rooms fucking everything up but uh yeah what we do in the shadows man it is the best comedy on right now i will i will take that to the grave it's I mean it it's so fucking funny. I I constantly have laugh out loud moments. It's sometimes where I have to stop, you know, hit pause until I get over the laugh, you know. I mean it's that good. Uh Okay, so uh Kayvon Novak plays Nandor. Matt Barry is Laszlo. Matt Barry's the guy I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah. He's played in tons of British comedies. Yeah. Harvey Gillian is is that how you say his name? Uh, I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, we'll go with that. That's that's Guillermo or or, or Gizmo. He's called Guillermo or Gizmo. They Gizmo, call shut the fuck up. Gizmo, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Uh, Natasha Dimitrio, she plays Nadia, uh, and then Colin Robinson is played by Mark uh, Proch. I think that's how you say yeah. his name. He was on an episode of um, he was actually the Office, and also uh, yeah. I think Better Call Saul. He, was he plays on. the same character in everything. <laughs> he has just him. Yeah, yeah. that 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 uh kind of standoffish guy that is yeah. boring you know yeah uh he played in um oh better call Saul a couple episodes of that he was a baseball collector but he was doing some shady deals where he was getting prescriptions to people or something I, I can't really remember it but uh I mean Doug Jones yeah I mean everybody that plays in this is really good uh and then who is um the one chick that's playing in it this year she's been in the past couple seasons oh Kristen uh shaw that's, yep that's her yeah she's always funny yeah she's great in everything uh she was great in uh last man or uh, last man alive or something like that what was it the last man on earth or last man on here let's click on her name see what she's cute too she's got that weird cuteness <laughs> all right so actress Muppets Mayhem, Bob's Burgers. That's probably what she's yeah. best yeah. known for. That, and I think she was on, um, was it Tina Fey, 30 Rock? I think she was on that at some point. Yeah, yeah, I think she was too. I'm not seeing that show. Of course, it's been a while. Hold was on. Alec Baldwin on that show, 30 Rock? Oh, yeah, yeah he, was he was one of the main characters. Yeah. I remember I watched the scene, and dude, it was the funniest thing. He's like, he, I forget how it went. Last Man on Earth, there another great fucking show. She did 66... Uh, Episodes, 66 yeah. episodes wow that was from 15 to 18 yeah it was a great show i remember watching some with you and uh papa flynn yeah it was it was funny man but i mean this season what was this the uh was this the, the fifth, fifth fifth season or 
Why do they have six on it? Oh, the 2024 makes the sixth season. So there's a fifth season. But anyways, Gilmore is... Uh, you Guillermo. Know, Gizmo. <laughs> Basically, the, the, the whole gist of this season is Gizmo is, is unhappy being a human. He's always wanted to be a vampire, and he wants to get turned into a vampire, and he makes a big deal about... Uh, because they won't turn him for whatever reason. Yeah, they keep saying he's. It's just not the time yet. Yeah, yeah. They keep kind of pulling his, yanking his chain, and uh, just kind of using him. But uh, Gizmo kind of goes behind their back and speeds up that process. And it's really offensive to do that to a vampire. It's kind of like a death wish. Yeah. But anyways, the whole season's kind of him hiding it, and one person finding out and hiding it. Yada yada yada. Well, it's supposed to be like the master's supposed to turn you, but if someone else does it, it's like like you said it's a death sentence yeah, like that's it's the on. worst thing you could do to a vampire yeah but it's so funny how the seasons play into each other like certain characters reappear and then something gets said that you know they you know happened in earlier seasons and they find out about it i mean it's just brilliant writing great comedy tons of great one-liners like there's an episode where they go into the mall and you know those people that are always at the uh, kiosk in the mall with right. like the soaps, sunglasses, and all that stuff. So, you know, I always find they they have like the lotions and soaps. Yeah. You know, whatever. And the one girl walks out to Laszlo, and she's like, oh, "Sir, would you like to try this? Let me wash your hands or whatever." And he's, he's like, like "Get like, fucked." He's like, "Uh, fuck off." He's like, "I got time for this cheap sex potion." <laughs> yeah, he just tells her to get fucked, and he keeps like it's such a badass thing because he just. Like, kind of gives her the hand and keeps walking. Yeah. And, of course, they're in the most ridiculous clothes. Like, they're they're in, like, the, these... Like that Victorian... Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're, they're in these weird, like, 18th century, like, clothing. Because, <laughs> you know, that's how long they've lived. Gothic, whatever. Victorian, whatever. But it is super funny. And even if you don't... You're not familiar with these characters, I guarantee you'll laugh. I mean, it's such a good show. Yeah. And they they interact with other the other humans at night, and it, it's just funny, man. Like, he's my boy. He's my pal. He's my good time boy. My, my sweet sw- cheese. My Swiss cheese. <laughs> yeah, they, and like there's one episode where they they uh, find out that one dude dated a werewolf or whatever, and uh, it's this big thing. Like it is hilarious. And but, they they were gonna do a spinoff about the werewolves, but that was like they said yeah. that the first season of this, but I don't think that went through. Man such a great show though uh i like i can't recommend it enough i mean it's yeah. that great but uh it's funny you know normally like laszlo and uh oh what's his face uh colin robinson colin robinson kind of shine in this show yeah and this year it seemed like nandor really took the spotlight <laughs> i mean laszlo definitely has his moments yeah. but nandor really like carried the torch midway to the end i, I can fly to outer space <laughs> no you can't <laughs> <laughs> it, the way he talks too is just hilarious like <laughs> but uh yeah definitely check out what we do in the shadows it's an fx show but you can stream all the seasons and episodes on hulu yeah so probably the best deal in streaming right there it, hulu. it really is it's like a cable subscription just a day behind yeah but uh, a lot of the stuff do the next day or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, who who can't wait a day? Like I don't give a fuck. You know, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, whatever. All the other shows you generally have in the queue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the long ass list of shit I need to watch. I haven't even watched my YouTube TV in a long time. I mean, I'm, I'm going to watch it now that it's football season. But anymore, that's what I have it for. A lot of stuff I check out on Hulu, 
or you know obviously i don't watch a lot of uh broadcasted television anymore so unless it's sports i'm not really watching that kind of tv nowadays i'm strictly streaming and movies for the most part but so that's all we have for this episode of the sleazy podcast this was episode 166 i forgot to write six on the board there episode 16 we're going back yeah episode 16 taking it back uh (laughs) yeah but so uh if you could please if you're watching this on youtube like the video comment subscribe comment uh hit the notification bell so when we post new stuff you'll get alerted and you can watch it even though YouTube seems to be becoming our more popular platform. Is it? As far as... I haven't checked the numbers in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, one time we had, like, I don't know, a couple hundred on there. I'm like, damn, what's up with that? You know, I'm Moving on up. Just 60 people watching. But I think people kind of cue into a certain segment they want to hear, and then they dip. Yeah, so, whatever. We'll I don't give it. a fuck. Yeah. We'll take it. But, uh, uh, yeah. So, make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you hit the notification bell i'm talking to you if i can get my finger in there you <laughs> forgot you know half me is like cut out because we changing the uh the camera view until mm. we get it right i, I, I think this was a little better yeah it's not that i, not that I didn't enjoy the view that like god was looking down on us or something <laughs> yeah i think this one's a little more uh, i like the creepy uh security right. camera angle <laughs> so this, this this seems to be a little more aesthetically pleasing like we're in the break room but yeah people seem to want to uh visual they want to connect with you visually for whatever reason i mean you know it's just and you know it's youtube anymore i mean who doesn't yeah. watch so it's much YouTube. on youtube yeah. somebody's always on there uh, uh share the show that's the call to action you know uh, share, like, comment, share. You know, I mean, what I can't say anymore. Check uh, out the TikToks. Yeah. We're on TikTok. Yeah, we're on TikTok. I make some funny TikToks that kind of revolve around the show. Uh, and then, I, w- I wouldn't lie to you when I tell you that some of them are legit. Pretty genius. <laughs> did, did you like the one I made of uh, uh, the cat driving to your yeah. favorite oh, yeah. band? Love <laughs> Spot on. I, know, I, I just Spot imagine on. you like laughing out loud to that. Spot on. <laughs> what did I put on there? I put uh, uh whip it. Whip it. Yeah. That's, I remember you being a big fan of that yep. band. Devo. Yep. Yeah. Good stuff. But uh, Instagram, X, Twitter, letterbox. Yeah. X, Twitter. We're all whatever. on there. And yeah, whatever you call it. I generally interact with all of you. And if you reply to the guys or something, if you want to like, I sent a thing to Mr. PBS. I was like, you got to answer Lauren. I mean, she's wanting a book for you to, mm-hmm, you know, kind of mm-hmm. tell. But, uh, and you went on there and you kind of gave her a, a rundown of what you've been reading mm-hmm. or whatever. Yep. So. We are real people. We'll, we'll talk back. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh, you know, most of the time when people comment on, like, Facebook, it's, like, they get real political. And <laughs> so they, Facebook is just weird. Like, anymore. I'll post yeah. something and some old guy will be like, well, you know, Donald Trump was still in there. Like, I didn't post anything political. It's like, like, buddy, no one fucking cares. Buddy. This is a crazy story about some guy killing a hooker, you know? <laughs> it has nothing to do with Donald Trump. Well, I, I, I know what his political season was. Yeah, the goddamn liberal posting the crazy <laughs> I just news know again. It. They're just killing everybody here with that fucking jab. Florida. Believe me, I really try to keep this as far as no political opinions shared on this show. I mean, you might hear some things about labor or something like that, but I don't think that that's political. I think that's more uh, life-centric, you know, uh, living standards. We're just explaining but how much British... I'm not telling you who to vote for. I'm not 
criticizing you for voting for anybody my, on my this politics show. are you should get paid more and live a better life yeah, yeah. you don't like that i don't know what to tell you sorry yeah, yeah that's pretty much my philosophy <laughs> but uh yeah so like i said call to action share like subscribe hit the notification bell uh and from there you know we'll work on getting some more listeners and viewers but as start all, start sending us your uh October recommendation. Yes, yes, yes. I forgot about that. We are in the process of planning spooky season. As we, are, we, speak. we are practically spooky season is upon us. We've uh, we've all agreed to do three shows, and Rob will be a married man by then. Yep. You got what three weeks left? Yeah. Are you September are you 30th. are you taking her last name or are you hyphenating your name? No, I'm not hyphenating my name. No. Okay. Is she changing her name to Glenn? I think it's gonna be hyphenated. Yeah. Okay. Hyphenated. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. You better. You better she's get a, your woman in check. She's a, she's a businesswoman, ain't she? She's a, yeah. She's, she's got to keep that name. Yeah. Let her yeah. keep her last that's, name. That's man. right. <laughs> Just don't make, change any make, names. Make that money, baby. I don't care. I wouldn't give a shit because I mean, really, can, marriage is a commitment between you and your partner. It's like who the fuck cares? Like, and you it's can have matters. It's not like I feel like. Back in the day, it was, you know, so your kids could have the same name and everything would be easier. But nowadays, you have the kid and people just uh, assume that one of the parents is going to have a different name regardless of the situation. Mm, like, I don't care. But, yeah, it's all a bunch of bullshit. It you, is. You realize it's, it, yeah. it's just it. Do what you get. The older you get, you'll get, like, those, you'll get those tax credits now. And, That's all that matters. Yeah. You'll get a little discount on your insurance. Anyway, anyway, stick it to the fucking man. You're a you're a you're an honest man, so the insurance company will be like, he's got somebody at home that cares about him, so he's not going to speed anymore. <laughs> but little do they know you you're going to have more more things on your plate, and you're going to be speeding more, and you're going to exactly. be doing more. Exactly. But uh, more Frisco melts to get. Yeah, more Frisco melts to get. It sounds fucking tasty. You'll be stressing to get it home in time, and yep. you'll be like, fuck, I need to hit the gas. God damn it. I'm going to go get, I'm I'm gonna gonna get, get beat. beat locked in the basement with Rowdy again. Not again. You're a piece of shit. But yeah, uh, what well, we, we want your horror movies. Yeah. We want your horror series. We want new stuff, old stuff, whatever you think we should see and talk about and all and, that. And PBS has uh, already formed a list of new horror movies. So. Yes, we've, we've started that's, the letterbox list of stuff yeah. we're trying to. So that's going to be the goal this year is to, because, to, you know, oftentimes we talk about a lot of uh, uh horror movies that we've already seen and we've talked about a shitload of stuff oh yeah multiple times every year which i don't mind feel, it is feel what free it is. to check out old halloween episodes especially yeah i yeah. always find those to be really fun if there's anyone who's ready to step up and try to take down the king step up because I, I can't do it alone so basically <laughs> we'll record on september 22nd and then rob's bachelor parties the next night yep which i already told you if the high state notre game game is not on i'm leaving which well i haven't been to that restaurant but it should be yeah, I'll be like, I'll We're hang out to, for a little bit, and then I'm gone. Yeah, We're you haven't been to Pennies. Russia? <laughs> We're going to Pecan Penny, so if oh. anyone wants to just show up and have some barbecue. Are you Are you coming? Are you I probably got to work Got to work the next morning. I don't give a fuck about your You got to make job. an appearance. It's your boy's bachelor party. All you got to do is bow down like, okay. You're I, coming I, to the I wedding, aren't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be at the wedding, sure. <laughs> so what are you wearing at the wedding? Uh, Shirt, tie, dress pants, dress shoes. What colors? Um, so I'm not wearing the same colors as you. I'm wearing uh, khakis, white shirt, and I have a... Uh, like a sage green tie, I'll be wearing sage green tie. Yeah. Okay. See, I was gonna wear like a uh, like a gray pinkish kind of. I think you should wear just a pimp suit, like bright orange. Yeah, like Dumb and Dumber. Oh yeah. <laughs> would, you, would you get the other Dumb and Dumber suit with me, and we sure. could walk in together? I, mean, you I do have that. to do. I'm de- I'm gonna wear a sports jacket, and you I'm have gonna... to do the fencing with the canes. Yeah. If not, it's just not the same. Top hats. I'm definitely gonna wear a sports jacket and a tie. I know that. So. 
Fucking spiffy. And some some nice slacks. We were working on the... Um, I'll have to, have to get the slacks and the nice button-down shirt I got out of the closet and dusted <laughs> off. With yeah. the moths and all, everything on it. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't worn dress clothes. I mean, I had a funeral to go to uh, last month, and that was the first time I wore dress clothes since before the pandemic. And we were <laughs> and we were working on the, uh, like, songs. Yeah. I got, we got, I got I'm, I'm a country person, so as long as you wear, like, a pair of nice jeans and a button-down shirt, you're okay? You're right. All right, so we're going to record the six... The 13th, which is going to be Friday the 13th. Thank God. We might have to go live for that. Oh, yeah. Uh, And then the 20th will be our big Halloween uh, episode. So, And we've got to find a challenger for PBS this year. Somebody's got to take you down. I, I'm I, the pressure is starting to get to me. I'm already, I'm already starting to worry about it. <laughs> How the can fuck you, do you think I feel? <laughs> can you, can you go for the four peat? Is the question? That's the, that's the question. I don't know. And I got to get a little trophy this year. Yeah. So I'm gonna be on my deathbed trying to dethrone this. <laughs> <laughs> the the most famous choke artist that there ever lived on on uh, trivia. You got that fucking right. But all right, that's all we have for you. We did a lot of talking tonight. So fun stuff. Fun stuff coming. We'll be back in a, uh, another. Uh, Fortnite bi-weekly here so but uh we'll be back september 22nd for another episode right that's what i said something like it all right so as always remember keep it sleazy thanks for listening to the sleazy podcast make sure you hit the subscribe button and remember listen to sleazy